but first week of army i was sent to the hospital and i lost complete sensation as a 18 year old boy uh, and i couldn't move my fingers um, my legs i lost sensation i my face started drooping as well it was a very very scary period of time and uh, i was a very fit individual mind you right so it wasn't like i was unfit it just suddenly happened and just like that all my dreams got dashed death has always been a certainty that's what i like about anjali it has to be a certainty endless topics that we can talk about dying to meet you welcome to my podcast and welcome to another episode of dying to meet you and today i have this gentleman here he totally caught my attention with his pegs <laughs> is that called pegs yes yes uh-huh. it's called pegs i know pegs. you can you can yes. make it move right yes. but i know you have a story how you got all this so before i begin i would like to introduce to you resh is that how i pronounce your name yes resh so resh maybe you can tell us a little bit more about what you do okay great um, so hi my name is resh i am 30 years old i run a investment education company Uh, where we educate investors on how to start their investment journey in stocks, options, and cryptocurrencies, and I've been running that for the last twelve uh, years. So you started when you were what? Eighteen. Yes, I started when I was eighteen. So you probably have to share with us a little bit more about that journey, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. So sure. what else are you doing now? So I also am very passionate about fitness as well, mm. right? So obviously, my, yes, evidently, yes, <laughs> my so my Instagram handle is, uh, or my entire branding is the Six Pack Investor. Oh right. yes. Yeah, so you know I have a six pack and I'm an investor as well, right? So I combine both together. So, you know, my entire thing that I'm trying to build as well is to educate people on transforming their bodies and bank accounts. Oh, I love that. Transforming body and bank account. Yeah. So, you know, in in our podcast we always uh, invite and interview people from all walks of life yep. uh, to get to understand a little bit more and I think starting when you were 18 yes. to think about entrepreneurship. Yep. Uh, maybe you could share a little bit more on how that journey was for you. So, actually it was very accidental. Uh, my parents are very uh, normal middle class people. My mom's a nurse. My dad works in a shipyard. So I've never been exposed anything close to the lines of entrepreneurship. It really happened out of uh, desperation. Desperation. Yes. Can you tell us more? And. 18 years old when I was supposed to enlist in the army my goal and my dream was to become a military officer that's all I wanted to do I wanted to become a military officer I wanted to sign on to become a general in the army mm. right unfortunately uh in the first week of my enlistment I actually had a brain hemorrhage uh oh and God. I actually had I actually had a stroke and it paralyzed me on the left side of my body uh, so that's what happened right so my goal and my dream was army officer But first week of army, I was sent to the hospital, and I lost complete sensation as a 18 year old boy, uh, and I couldn't move my fingers, um, my legs. I lost sensation. I my face started drooping as well. It was a very very scary period of time, and uh, I was a very fit individual, mind you, right? So it wasn't like I was unfit. It just suddenly happened, and just like that, all my dreams got dashed. I was uh, down pass to pass E nine L nine. Basically, that means you're the lowest pass. You can't even run. You're not allowed to, right? Um, so you were assigned to office duties. Yes, I, guess, I was yeah. assigned to become a clerk, mm. right? And uh, I was on six months of MC, uh, and you know during the period of time I had to relearn how to pick up a piece of paper again, right? And you know I just want to share with you something like to give you some context, right? I previously I was a national weightlifter, right? So I was representing representing Singapore in weightlifting, and you know I used to lift thousands of kilograms, right? And there I was trying to lift a piece of paper, 
right? So yeah, exactly. I was trying to like you know because you know you got a pinch, right? So it was like trying to hold a piece of paper up, and I was like you know I couldn't even do it. You know, looking like thinking back, it was well, it was tough. So that dream of weightlifting was dashed. Mm. That dream of becoming an army officer was dashed, and I was like, what is there to do? Like I was a guy with dreams. It wasn't like I didn't have dreams, right? But that got dashed. Mm. And um, during a period of time, which was very tough for me, you know, my mom always told me this one thing. She told me, son, uh, you can do all things, right? You can do all things uh, through God who strengthens you. And I was like, I, I didn't get it, right? I was mm. like, you know, everything I wanted to do was dashed, anyways. But she kept telling me that. And one day I decided, you know what? You know why not? I tried to use. Uh, what I have for something else, mm. right? Uh, so I went out. I attended. I uh, saw a brochure for a seminar. Mm. It was uh, Robert Kiyosaki happening to be in Singapore. I happened to attend the seminar, and I was like, "Wow!" It was a whole new realm, right? Of people making money through what you know, investing through Amazon, and I was like, "Wow!" You mean you can make millions of dollars? Mm. So what? You know, I went for that seminar and I was mind blown. I didn't even knew this realm existed, mm. right? I thought it was, you know, go get a degree, get a job, you know, make three, five thousand a month, come back, pay your bills. Like that, that was what I thought life was. And here I was, and I was like, I was whoa, right? And I decided, you know, why not? I use some of my energy and brains to try and make money, right? So I started picking up books. I started attending investment seminars. Started learning from mentors, and everything changed. So maybe share a little bit about who were your initial mentors, other than I guess Robert Kiyosaki was the one who, you know, basically give us ideas about how we should make money, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, very very interesting story, right? So there were you know you go for an event like National Achievers Congress, which I'm very sure you're familiar with. Right, so you have a barrage of different people who are successful in different as facets. But for me, one of the things that was really important to me was somebody who I resonated with, right? Like in terms of values and the person I wanted to become, right? So I actually initially sought out and looked at uh, Sean, right? So this guy called Sean is a very well-known speaker in Singapore, and Sean um, exemplified everything I wanted, which was uh, even though he had millions of dollars, the first thing was family. It was God, it was his children, right? And I was like, that's who I want to be, right? Like it was cool. Other people were flashing their Ferraris and whatever not, but you know that wasn't something that I sought out to be, right? I really loved it that for him it was God first, and uh, that's some that's something that I wanted to emulate in my own life, right? So I I actually uh, went out to sign up for his program and eventually uh, got closer to him. Through the program and getting my own results and stuff, right? So you know, he taught me so much, right? He taught me about investing. He taught me about building myself up as a speaker. He taught me. He gave me opportunities. He uh, changed my entire life, right? Literally, uh, no joke, right? So you know, there's this saying: it's only by standing on the shoulders of giants that we can see far, oh, wow. right? So I had this privilege of standing on the shoulder of a giant, and he brought me. Uh, so many opportunities, and I give thanks to the mentors in my life that have paved the way to uh, my relative success. Yeah, I mean, to think of you losing half the sen- body sensation, 
and then learning to pick a piece of paper and then after that being transformed. Yep. So I think it's also what perhaps God's way of guiding you. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Definitely. It was it was a you know, it was a hard stop. Right? It was a hard stop. I was set on my own ways, but you know, there's this saying in the good book which says, um, yeah, you can't you can't you can try to plan your own ways, but you know, God's ways are always uh, greater, right? Mm-hmm. So you know one of the biggest takeaways that I've gotten from that incident was that everything happens for a reason and that reason is to serve you. Right? Mm-hmm. So if a door is closed, Eh, something bigger and better is coming. Oh wow, I love that. You know, I think yes, to to have physical ability, it loses that physical ability. And look at you now. If I believe if you tell anybody that you had that moment in yeah, your life, yeah. nobody's gonna believe Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Right. But you didn't give up. I think it's it's so important to just continue. Uh, there are people that I met, you know, they lose the physical body, they lose the ability, um, and they don't want to work on it. It's, yeah. it's as if they have resigned to the fate, like, okay, this is it. But you didn't, you know, you take charge, and I guess to serve him, that's why, uh, yeah, look at you, you are where you are. Yeah. So tell us more about, you know, your, I think your health journey, because mm. I remember your peach when you were saying about your six pack. Uh-huh. What was your standard peach? So I've always been fascinated with, uh, as in I've always loved training. I wrote the, I wrote, uh, I'm actually an author. I wrote the book, The Six Pack Investor, A Young Man's Guide to Getting Rich and Ripped, right? Mm. And very simply, the book is uh, the parallels between building a six pack and building a seven figure income, mm. right? So uh, that's what I've managed to achieve in my life. And you know, there's so many parallels with regards to discipline, with regards to consistency, with regards to doing what you have to do even though you don't feel like it, right? And all these parallels that I've learned from the gym, I have managed to successfully apply in my business and life, mm-hmm. right? And I think these are core foundations that you can build, like, and you can build from a very young age through sport, right? Through sport, through exercise, for example. Uh, it's and of course you know your health is primarily the most important thing because if you don't have that no money amount of money will last anyways right so I always believe in having health and um, so just to share with you so after I had this entire thing after I had the stroke and you know I had to give up Olympic weightlifting which was a, which was the sport that I was doing slightly different Olympic weightlifting is the Olympic sport where you do snatches and clean and jerks if oh, you're familiar. Yeah. Right, so I couldn't do that anymore. So you know, I was like, okay, cool. I still want to go to the gym. So I decided, okay, cool. Why not? If I don't lift crazy heavy weights. Why not sculpt my body? Right? Oh. Like, why not look like a Greek god? So <laughs> you are. Like, you know, that, that was the that was the whole idea. Right? Wow. Maybe you can insert a picture. I can send you some. Please, right? yes, right, you know, and then yes, nice and then we photos. can uh, you you be able to see that because you know we always joke like uh, yeah. in Chinese there's a word. I always say uh, I got Italy. You got six pack. I got Italy. Right. Sure. So in Italy in Chinese. Chinese is called Italy. Italy yes, yeah, it's like yes. one big lump. <laughs> no, no, you look amazing as hell. Oh about? man, I, I, yeah. I wish you know I have yeah. that uh, discipline. I think yeah. yeah, this is something that I would like to learn from you. Yeah. Like the discipline, I used to have that, but once sure. I, you have a child, yeah, right? Yeah, I do, I do. Once I have a kid, yeah. and I realize like, oh, I perhaps this is probably an excuse okay. that oh, I want to spend time with her. Yeah. I used to do a lot of martial art. I was uh-huh. doing martial art during COVID, cool. and then I was getting injured. Uh-huh. I was getting bruises, and then I was thinking, do I want to put my body through that again? <laughs> okay. So then, and I also have a bit of a knee uh, issue. Yeah. So, uh, so I stopped, mm. but I want to get back to the gym yep. and, and and just to feel. 
every time I exercise, yeah. I actually feel more uh, recharged, right? Of course, for sure. Yeah, so sure. now people are like, so my, I went for, uh, not an operation, but I went to get my knees uh, done up. And then the doctor say, okay, you uh, you can't run. Yep. You shouldn't run because of the impact. Yep. So just walk. Yeah. And, I, and I think in me, I keep thinking, oh my God, well, walking is such a waste of time. Because, uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, but then someone said, no, 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 you just need to walk more than 45 minutes yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you'll be fine. Yep. And then you start to burn fat. So yeah. it's like, okay, I think I just need to control this mouth yeah, and not absolutely. snack a lot, right? <laughs> so, so good points. So I, let me just share with you two quick points, right? Sure, please. I became a father. And I got pregnant with my wife, uh -huh. if, if you know what I'm talking about, right? Like the food was so amazing and stuff, uh -huh, right? Uh -huh. yeah, especially uh, that one month, oh man, it was amazing. So I got pregnant with my wife, uh, you know, put on a whole bunch of weight. It wasn't very disciplined at all. You know, one day I looked in the mirror and I was like, yeah, this is not me, right? Mm. Like, this is just not me. I was in the gym. I, I, I used to go to the gym. I used to exercise without purpose. I, I think a lot of you will understand and maybe relate. You go in there, you get in the motions, but <clears throat> there's no goal, there's no purpose, there's no, there's nothing you're working towards, mm. right? And I call it playing football without a goalpost, right? If you're playing football without a goalpost, you have nothing to aim towards, there's nothing to win, mm. right? And so I realized that, hey, you know, I, I can't do this anymore, right? I'm sick and tired of how I look, how I felt, and I decided, okay, cool, let me, let me make a change, mm. right? So what I did, very simply, was I hired a coach, right? So that's my immediate mental model, right? hire a coach I, I see I know the stuff in the gym but a coach keeps me accountable a coach gives me direction and I'm very good if I give I'm given direction I'm accountable to somebody right so he gave me these two things and I just followed the plan right and eventually I signed up for a competition as well which was a physique competition and to be honest the, the whole goal of the competition was not to win or whatever it was just like a goal right like hey dude I paid money to sign up for this competition mm. I better show up in shape right yeah. I can't go there looking like a piece of you know like a, you know I can't be fat I gotta be in shape yeah. so I, I, I signed up and I got to work right yes. so this is something that I always tell clients you need to have a goal right like it doesn't need to be a competition but it can be a photo shoot right mm. why not sign up for a competition in uh, a photo shoot in 12 weeks time pay mm. a, you know whatever amount of money for a photo shoot and hey you've got to look good for that photo shoot nice so it's like you know you feel the pinch right absolutely, and then there's absolutely. investment then you know that okay I'm gonna get ROI return yes. on investment then you're gonna put in effort absolutely right? oh, so wow. same thing right so if it's a uh, if you uh, sign up for a marathon for example mm. plenty of marathon sign up for you gotta run right you sign yes. up for 21 <laughs> kilometer you gotta train for it you, you have something that you're working towards mm. right so it's important to always have something that you're working towards just humans are just engineered that way sure. right so if you if you do something without a goalpost it's just gonna be so much harder yeah, right. you know, that's why we always say we, we want to have that goal in mind. Absolutely. Or like, uh, so that we can, otherwise we're just shooting blanks, right? Absolutely. Where, absolutely. where we're going. So it's, yeah. it's very important and I, and I apply this principle in every area of my life. Oh. Right, I think it's very very important. Like obviously, in my businesses I have goals, right? Mm. Like okay, cool. What's our revenue targets? What's our profit targets and everything? And why not do it in every area, right? Mm. Should you do it with your family? Should you do it with your kids? Your 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 relationships, right? Like so, I I apply that in every area. Oh nice. Yeah. So you were saying your lowest point in your life was the probably those moments where you lost your ability or physical. Yeah, ability. yeah, yeah. That was one of my lowest. Yeah. Yeah. So what about the highest point? Like how did you? Mm. Is there any or you so many highs? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. So one of my highest highs uh, was actually during the world's lowest lows, which was COVID. Oh, okay. Right. So 
Um, yeah, so my highest high was actually during COVID, and it's very interesting because <laughs> the entire world was shut down. People mm. were depressed. People were, but I saw opportunity. Okay. I saw tremendous sure. opportunity. You mm. see, I want to share with something, right? When the world is depressed, when everything seems like you know it's broken, mm. that's where entrepreneurs know that there's a lot of problems to solve, mm. right? Where there's a lot of problems. That's where entrepreneurs make the most money, oh. right? Because ultimately, our job as entrepreneurs is to solve problems, right? Yep, so true. when there's a lot of problems, there's a lot of pain. There's mm-hmm. a lot of things that you can solve, and mm-hmm. if you can solve the pain, you make money. I see. Right. So um, there was a lot of pain in the market uh, with regards to people losing jobs, people uh, getting pay cuts, people getting laid off, and I had a solution where uh, I could teach people how to make money from their homes, mm. right? That was your investment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yes. was my invest. Mm. That, that's through my investment teachings and everything. And to be honest, there was so much of money to be made in 2020. Mm. It was insane, right? If you are familiar with the financial markets, everything just was popping up. And like that year, in my investments alone, that one year I made equivalent to the last seven years combined in profits. Oh wow! That's the kind of wave you're talking about, right? Like things went up ten times, twenty times. It was crazy. Right, and a bunch of my students made millions of dollars, mm. which was which was insane. So it was during that period where I, you know, you know, I I made a lot of money. I I managed to buy my first uh, landed property in Singapore wow. at the age of twenty seven years old. Oh, look at right? that! That's one success story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know, I, I did really really well. Business exploded literally, mm. right? Because and also it was a very unique situation because everyone was at home. Mm. Right, everyone That's was at true. home. And uh, you know they have nothing better to do, right? So hey, you, you know you either watch Netflix and and rot, or you <laughs> you know watch Rash and make money. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So, so yeah, because you still continue with all this. Yeah, uh, I was I was literally yes. see you know I I used to fly everywhere, right? Mm. And it was tiring. It was yeah. fun, but it was tiring, right? Now, I was in my underwear. <laughs> like at home, okay. and I was traveling the world. If you if you get what I mean, talking to people from everywhere, and I was in my room, and I was mm. like, "Wow, mm. that's fantastic!" Mm. So it was really a blessing because you know now three years on, uh, my business is completely online. I have complete location freedom. I don't have to be tied to a aeroplane schedule. Thank oh, yeah, God. Oh yeah, that's better for you. And you now have a family. You and now I have time. a you know I I made a baby during COVID as well. <laughs> Not right? a pregnant baby, yeah, but <laughs> a real baby. Yes, yes, yes. a real baby during uh, COVID <laughs> as well. So now I'm a father, and uh, yeah, so you know I have that that freedom of uh, most importantly time and location. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know that's beautiful because a lot of us as entrepreneurs we are always. We always say that oh we are slave to our business yep. and then we need to be here physically and if we are not here then what's going to happen like for instance my business is difficult to go online right mm-hmm. and and when we hear that there's a lot of people I know and they said that actually COVID has opened up a lot of opportunities absolutely and yes so maybe share a little bit more where can people find out more about your course very very simply you can just follow me on Instagram. Right, six pack uh, investor, investor. Right, so very simple. Six pack investor. It's a link on my Instagram profile. Uh, you know, to get connected with me, or you can mm. just message me on there, and you know, I can show you all the details and stuff. Right, mm. or my website sixpackinvestor.net, mm. uh, and you'll find all the information as well. Right, so there that's where you, you can find information on my classes and everything. Not. 
All right. So, you know, I always ask people that, uh, as you know, we all have different journeys in our life, yeah. but our destination is always the same. And have you ever thought about that moment when you, at 18 years old, you lose that, you know, the ability? Yeah. And, and that's a very scary moment. It's yes. almost like at death's door. Right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And have you ever thought at that moment, how would you want your farewell to be? Or mm. even to say, what would you do differently at a point in time? I actually have a a very good answer to that. However, it wasn't at that point of time because mm. at that point of time, I didn't know what, what I wanted to do in my life, right? Um, at that point of time, like I actually remember telling my mom this one thing. I remember telling my mom like, if anything happens to me, I love you. I remember mm. telling that to my mom because um, I was on the hospital bed and everything and my mom uh, slapped me, right? That's a way to slap you, <laughs> knock you out. Yeah, she literally... She slapped me and I was like, oh, hey, you don't say such things, right? Yeah, I was like, okay, yeah. okay, cool. Yeah, speak life, not death. Oh, right? wow, your mom is lovely. Right? My mom is a prayer warrior, right? <laughs> so speak life, speak life. So I was oh. like, okay, okay, cool, mom. Okay, sorry, sorry, okay? So, imagine, I lost my sensation, get a slap on my face. <laughs> Anyways. And someone she slapped, not the one you lose the sensation. Yeah, she yeah, slapped yeah, the exit exactly. side, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, but besides that, uh, you know, uh, moving on, like today, if you ask me, I actually mentioned this one, uh, mentioned this to my students before. Like, you know, one day when it comes to the end of my life, on my gravestone, I, I don't think Singapore has gravestones anymore, but we if, do, if yeah. we do, okay, 15 cool. years, yeah. Okay, cool. If we, uh, like, our gravestone or whatever, if there's something they could write, I would love uh, the word, uh, he was a great teacher. Oh, wow. He right. was a great teacher. Yeah. You know, something interesting that you just said, because uh, usually I will also, uh, some of the in, uh, guests, I will ask, what would you like on your obituary? Yeah. Yeah. So I think you nailed it that he was yeah. a good teacher. It's always about what you give to people that Absolutely. bring, you know, joy to you. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. what you do for yourself. Absolutely. Right? So you are like a giver and you hope that, yeah, you have impact lives, right? Absolutely. I think, you know, if, if uh, you can summarize what I do, uh, there's many many things I, I I do, but ultimately I'm a teacher, mm. right? And I hope to teach and to uh, bless people with knowledge and opportunities and yeah. Yeah, I mean to be able to step out and then at 18 years old transform your entire life. Yeah, I think and not just in, uh, your life, but a lot of people's life. Yeah, I yeah. think that's very powerful. So what about your farewell? Have you ever thought about what kind of farewell you want? Do you want people to be all in their six packs, you know, all oiled up? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, no. As in, you know, I, you know, I. There's so many things I've learned over the years, mm. right? But I think one of the things that I would love for my farewell to be is where people, you know, share about how their lives were impacted and how they were inspired through my actions to be a better version of themselves right so every day in some way or another through my posts on facebook or through meeting people i hope to inspire them to live a better version of themselves oh. so if people can attest to that man i would be a very happy man you'll be you'll die happy yes uh, <laughs> yeah but it's true because i think that's the beautiful part about when you are a teacher um, it's really not what you take away at the end of the, the, the time, but really how they continue, right? And what you've done and, and helped so many people, it can also impact a lot of generations after yep. that. Yeah, that's so beautiful. So now I know uh, for your farewell, we just need to talk about how great a teacher you are. <laughs> <laughs> so before we leave, is there any uh, advice you have for maybe young entrepreneurs or people who are you know, having a roadblock at this moment. Yes, I do. 
mm-hmm. I do. This is a mantra that I keep in my mind every day. Execution is king. Execution is implementation key. over information. We do not have a lack of information. We have a lack of application, a lack of implementation. Don't think so much. Just do. Oh, I love that. You know, that's what I always say. That a lot of times we learn um, that you are ready, then you aim, and then you fire. Mm. So. For my mantra, pretty similar to yours, was ready and then you fire, then you aim. Yeah. Because a lot of times when you're aiming, you never do just like you said, right? Execution is key. You can keep having dreams, but as long as you don't take that first step, you will never get it done. Yes. So thank you so much, Rash.、Uh, you can follow Rash on Six Pack. Six Pack Investor. Yeah, Six Pack、yep. Investor, and then you can join him and have your life transform.、Uh, you know, I do want to sign up for your course. That's sure, why we're、sure. gonna be talking.、Okay. All right. So anyway, thank you so much for joining us, and we look forward to having you for our next time to meet you. Death has always been a certainty. That's what I like about Anjali. It has been endless topics that we can talk about. Dying to meet you. Welcome to my podcast.